All right, Craft and Pearl, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. This is the Viking. This is the Bourbon Cowboy. And uh, we're in Grafton. Yes. Place I've been wanting to cool, bring been wanting to bring the Viking up here, but I was wanting to wait till fall. And it feels nothing like fall today. Another great summer day. But if you're from St. Louis, you know all about Grafton. They got the harbor up here, the loading dock and a bunch of great bars, but we are here at Third Shoot. Owners, Wayne oh, Kathy. Yeah. Shoot, like a boat sled, like a boat right. shoot. Right. Yeah. Third Shoot. Well, I don't even, you know, there may be more to that. Maybe. Maybe the, the racing, they set them up and shoot oh, when they start true. or something, yeah, too. Yeah, good point. But anyway, we've been wanting to get the Viking, the Bourbon Cowboy, up here to do a, a pimp and podcast. We're on the uh, second level. I believe there's four plus an Eagle's Nest. But we're on the second level looking out over the river and everything. And it couldn't be greater weather. It could be a little cooler, like folly, but it it's... It could be, but I mean, that's like... I'm not going to bitch about oh, late hey, summer. hey, we're golfing Friday. Right. Yeah, 1040. That work? Wayne and Huh? Wayne and Oh, they're... Oh, okay, cool. Uh-huh. Yes, they be back, and they're back up there. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he probably parks up there. Um, yeah, yeah, we got to talk about that uh, yeah, yeah. other invite. Yeah, we do, because depending on time, I figured possibly it'd be, it'd be tight for you. But well, depending on if it's early, but I'd love to do it. If we me do too. It. If it's early, it just depends I where. Think he's talking about nine thirty, ten, right at Gateway Golf, somewhere. Eighteen. Like that. I got to be work at one. Well, maybe you can do nine and then... I can do nine bounce. That could be... Yeah, I can do it. All right, we'll talk about that after. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, this place This place is great, man. I, I've, I've never been down here. Um, I was telling I was telling Hodge, uh, Mike Weller, you know, Table 36, AP Cigars opening a new lounge down here. And I've never been past that point. And it's, if you know Illinois, like this Grafton area, like this river road is what I'm going to call it because it follows the river the whole damn way down. Um where the casino is. What is that casino? At Agro? Agassi. Agassi? Right oh, wait, there. Ar- Argus. Argus. Yeah. Argus. There's an R in there somewhere. Um, that's as far down as I had been. This is only, it's only, I think, 12 miles past that. Not right. bad. I mean, it's an easy drive. It's like a 20 minute drive. It's not bad down. Um, but this place is really cool, man. I mean, I could see, I could see how uh, you could come down here and get a little room and just kick it. And there is all kinds of little cottages. Um, well, especially down there, there's a bunch of inns, oh, little yeah. little rooms. There's all kinds walk. of little places to rent up here and just kick it and spend the weekend. Now, we're here on a weekday, and uh, it's comfortably crowded downstairs for lunch and whatever. But on the weekends, this place gets rocking, and especially with this weather. And then they've got, I don't know what the biker bar, uh, bar down here is called, it's hog something, I think. But anyway, we've always loved coming up here in the fall. And then we do the ferries over to Brussels. And they've got a, a few little bars. And they've got a hotel up there that serves food. And they've actually got a collection of bourbon decanters I've never seen anywhere. They probably have 3,000 Jim Bean decanters up there full of bourbon. Yes. You know things you should mention beforehand? <laughs> Well, possibly an I idea. Was, I was going to surprise you. We were going to go see him. That's we'll cool. Can we get time. those? Like, do they can? I've been told it happens, but it's like Way outside you know, the, the fair, equinox yeah. has uh, to yeah. be in line. Right. 
you know, and if you there had is a three full of blood them, moon tonight, so maybe yeah. it'll, you know. Well, that's another reason I wanted to be up here after dark tonight. I was. Gonna, oh, I'm sure it'd be absolutely gorgeous. Great over the water. Is and this Brussels, the Mississippi, right? Brussels, is this the Mississippi. What is that water? Uh. I think this is the Mississippi. Actually, you know what? I'll open that little doohickey called Maps on my yeah, phone. Yeah, I think it is the Mississippi. Anyway. It is. Yes, it is. Brussels looks just like um, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's got those big rolling hills, and they've been cleaned, and they've got trees on top of these little rolling hills. It's an orchard and corn and all kinds of stuff over there, so it's really cool in the evening. Plus, they've got a really neat little pumpkin place over there that I like to go once a year around now. It's funny, I looked on my phone, it just hit me yesterday. We were up here this time last year. Yeah. Crazy how that happens. This is, yeah, this is really cool. This could be a cool weekend stop in. This is like a, a Herman. Yeah. I could throw it out there. Yeah, yeah, but it's, but it's, I'll tell you now, there's more action here than Herman. I mean, you guys know that. There's more. Well, there's more places. It's all winery available. up there. Now you've got wineries and full-fledged bars, music. Well, there's distilleries up there too. Now you've got Fernway yeah. and Blackshire. Um, That's true. But the thing about Herman, though, is I don't. When you're there, everything closes at eleven. It's done. You're done. Well, then oh, you at least at least COVID timeline. I don't know. You know, we've been there twice since COVID, um, and everything's still like at eleven. It's like, well, then gone. if you go with another couple, you get your little B and B away, get your little jam music, go back exactly. and ride the night out. And, and Herman was really cool. I told you where we stayed. We stayed in this old, uh, like it looked like a plantation house, but it's on those streets, right? So maybe at some point in time it was, but when you walked when you walked in, there were what used to be, I guess, two bedrooms, right? We were on the left, and they converted it. You have a big bathroom in there, everything like that. But then you walk up the stairs to the kitchen, right? There's a communal kitchen in it, and there's there's only four rooms in it. There's a communal kitchen, then you've got the patio, and they had a band going out there, but they played from, you know, four to seven, you know, and then and then it was done. But this is really this is really cool out here. I can see why there's not a cigar shop right here somewhere. You know. Well, again, this is pretty seasonal, right? You've got probably late spring, summer, and fall. Oh, I'm sure this has to button up in the winter, doesn't it? Well, look, this is all bonus from here on out, man. Whatever weekends they have, probably almost till December. And then you got December, January, February, and then, you know, it's luck of the draw. It starts right. kind of slowly open March, April. You got to watch the floods. Right. And that, too. So... What, the floods? Yeah. yeah. Well, man, one of the cool things about this podcast is all the storytelling you're going to tell yeah. because you just got back from a trip to Louisville. Louisville, and I'm still going to call it Louisville because Louisville um, sounds Well, it kind of ties us to St. Louis, too, a little well, bit. Well, dude, that's, actually, that's actually the one, one of the things that stuck out to me the most. And I've been hearing this over time, like with you and people we've met in the industry and talked to and this and that. Man, until you go to these distilleries and you actually, now look, once you get in the distillery, the tours are cool, but it's all one of two ways things are being done, okay? So chill filtered or not chill filtered and everything else is pretty much the same. Um, you know, distilling times can change here and there, right? But 
The connection between St. Louis and Kentucky uh, runs to the epitome of bourbon from the time it started uh, even till now with bottling factories set to reopen in St. Louis. I learned that this weekend too. Um, a couple bottling plants are going to reopen in St. Louis. Um, it's going to cause bourbon to go up because we're going to start producing our own glass again, right? Which is going to be more expensive. But that was that was pretty cool. Um, but literally everything from the creation of bourbon to whatever you want to call as the first bourbon, um, St. Louis is kind of the largest and still one of the most active markets. Um, and they do a lot of bottling in St. Louis. They do. They're Lux gonna be doing Row, more. I know has been bottled. Still does. Still downtown by the uh, by the dump. Even though now um, you know that MVG MGP yeah. has taken over, they're still going to continue everything kind of status quo a little bit mm -hmm. at this point. But, but uh, uh, that was the one thing that was really unique. I mean, even um, we're we're drinking some nine year Knob Creek right now, hundred proof. Um, we'll talk about what we're going to get into when we fire up these unique cigars I was able to find. Um, but uh, even back to prohibition, back to everything, you never, you never really, I mean, if you grew up around here, I'm sure you get it, but you don't really ever understand the importance of the river um, until you talk bourbon. And I know that sounds silly, but... You know, for for example, when was when when, when prohibition hit, um, you know, when prohibition hit, the government would go into distilleries and take an axe, an axe, and a hammer to the barrels, crack them, and pour them into the street. Right. So what a group of distillers did um, is they would, in, in at night, um, actually peerless. We'll talk about them. Uh, the Haverty family actually built their own railroad that ran to the river, loaded all their whiskey on the on the boats and brought them to St. Louis. And then they would hold them until they needed them and bring them back. And there was like this moonshine thing happening up and down the river. That's how they would move. Um, and I learned that I actually I actually bought a little, it's, you know, it's a copy, but it's a cool little piece of paper. So during prohibition, the only consumption of alcohol that was legal was medicinal purposes, right? Or medical. Yeah, medicinal, medical, the okay, whole way, yeah. medical purposes. So they actually, the um, Corky Haverty that was that did our um, our tour at Peerless, uh, he's fourth generation owner, operator. Uh, he was showing the old bottles used to have the RX sign on them and the medical thing on it for medicinal purposes only. And he said the funny thing you would learn is like if you go back and there's some of these records you can see is on a Monday the son would get sick. On a Tuesday, the daughter would be sick. On a Wednesday, mom would be sick. On Thursday, dad would be sick. Then on Monday, the son was sick. Tuesday, the daughter was sick. Did they have sick. like a prohibition medicinal card? No, it was it was literally, it literally looks like a prescription sheet that is written out, tells you how many ounces to consume at once, yada, yada, yada. And I got a little card, it's, I should have brought it. It's funny, it looks like a postcard, but you can tell it's a photocopy of an old script and it's signed by a doctor, the whole, the whole, the whole nine. Um, but that was really cool, being that we're on the river and knowing how much of that went along. Um, but yeah, I did a tour at Peerless, went to Old Forester, Angel's Envy, um, was bummed Michter's was closed, the Heritage House was closed, Heaven Hill, Stitzel Weller was closed. Or is it not Temporarily closed, like they're just not open for business right now. But it's now. finished because they did like a... Oh, the Heritage Center's done. Oh, it, okay. It's done, yeah, it's, it's there, you know, it looks beautiful, but 
you can't even get in the gift shop. Like it's just right now, it's temporarily closed. Um, <clears throat> but it was it was really cool to be out there. Um, and did you go over to? Um, it's just a a jump over the trees to. Um, oh shit! I can't even think of the name of it now. What's the other distillery, right? That we always go to. They never have anything new. It's the four-year rye that we always drink. Um, uh, it's got the coat of arms on it. We did a thing with Jason and Will it? Will it? No, yeah, I didn't go, go to Will it. No, I didn't go. That's Willett. literally across the street from Heaven Hill. No, I didn't go to Will. Yeah. Well, what ended up happening is but maybe we got, they were closed, but everybody else is closed. Yeah. Well, like when we got to Old Forester, I was like, "Hey, can I get a tour?" They're like, "No, they're booked." Angels Envy, can you get a tour? No, they're booked. Uh, we went to the Evan Williams Experience, right? That's where I got the barrel proof Elijah Craig at. Um, tours are booked. You know, tasting room is open, which was cool. You know, and you get an Alex Pours all this stuff. I mean, they had a flight of old fits at 14, 15, and 16 for $38, you know, which is pretty cool. Um, what did you think of the 16? Uh, compared I, to 14 and 15, compared to 14 and 15, and don't hate this, it's dusty. It's not, uh, it's not as clean and sweet as much old fit. That would be the one that would be really curious. If you poured them all in a row and just mixed them around, I bet that would be the one, and you threw something else in there, that would be the one you wouldn't call old fits. Because hmm. they did something different with it. It's not, it's in the red label, right? And there's a term on it. It's like VVW Old Fitzgerald 16. And I don't know what that stands for. There's probably the girls that were serving were really, really sweet, but they, even the one girl was like, please don't ask questions because I can't tell you. She goes, where we pour them, you know, we're, you know, it's, you got to go to the Heritage Center to learn all that. Well, I'm like, the, well regular, it's <laughs> the regular old, la the regular labels, the canners, um, I want to say there's two or three that are like a deep burgundy. Um, those are only available in um, their gift shop. Okay. So they're not out for retail sale. So if you, if you don't get them in the in the deal, you're going to have to get them out on the open market, which then becomes scary. Which the chances of getting them there are so slim to nil. Anyway, you have to almost camp out and be there at seven in the morning and get a ticket. Well, when we pour this, we'll talk about that. That was rare freaking coincidence. Right. You know, like that's, I think there were only, gotta get lucky. only there, there was a six pack left and that bottle came out of that pack. Now, I don't know if there were six and now there's five or if there were three and now there's two, right? And I don't know that there was anything there after we left. You know, I have no idea. That was just pure luck. And when I talk about that, that was just lucky that that happened with that tour, the way that worked out, right? That was really cool. Um, but the other thing I want to say before we get into some other stories and stuff and get these cigars, uh, if you're upset about allocations in St. Louis, wherever you live, don't think going to Louisville is going to fix that at all. Oh, no. Going to Kentucky. Actually, I've seen, I think I have a deeper respect for what people charge here in the secondary market versus what something costs two feet next door to the distillery Because in you Louisville. can't even get it yeah. in Kentucky. Yeah. Like a lot of the Heaven Hill, like the seven year, you, they don't even sell it in Kentucky. So, I mean, you know, when you look at St. Louis as a whole, the market, if you're savvy about where you can get certain stuff or keep attuned to it, the market, we've got such a close jump into Illinois, right? I mean, if you look at like a, a 25 to 50 mile radius around downtown St. Louis, we've got a real 
really nice selection of, of grabbing stuff. Oh, 100%, 100%. Like, you have a as good, you, you hit all three tiers. We're lacking in some spots. We're as good in some spots. And I think we're better in a little more than Kentucky, right? Um, and I mean, I, I hit every little, I mean, I went to the big shops, right? Obviously, the Haymarket's closed. It's gone. Uh, went to Justin's House of Bourbon. Uh, got some cool stuff there that was really, like that fighting cock, I was really excited to get that. It was pretty cool. It's the rye, not the bourbon. We had some bottom fighting cock. My bottom, yeah. And it, it tastes um, just like that. <laughs> one, one, <laughs> one place we went to, I was just telling the cow about before we started, we went to the Bourbon Bistro, or Bourbon Air Bistro. Um, sitting at the bar, it was really cool. They had a bottle of that 16 up there. And uh, I asked if I could have it. And it, I, I'm shouting out Mike, uh, his owner of the Bourbon Air. I found that out through talk. But um, he goes, or he's not the owner. He's the managing partner guy there. Um, like, he's the guy in charge. So we, uh, there's a bottle of that 16 up there in the decanter, in its box. I'm like, hey, how much? And he went, look, check it out. For you to walk out of here with a birthday bourbon is going to be 1200 For you to walk out of here with that bottle is going to be 14000 and I, I went, well, you know, you're the nicest guy I've ever met because you could have just pushed it. I'd have argued with you. Still wouldn't have paid for it, but I didn't argue with you to have fun. No, but, I'm uh, just putting this out there. I have a 16. If the guy who wants to, to buy it for 14000 please contact us through uh, Crafted Hero. I will sell it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not into the secondary market, but if you want some blends, you just give us a call. Exactly. I'll charge you what everyone else is charging and paying for it. And <laughs> or uh, give us a call on any old fits. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. But that was really cool. Like, I was able, actually able to smoke my cigar at the bar there, which is kind of cool. Um, I didn't know if it was allowed or he was cool. I just kind of walked in with it in my hand and sat down and we started eating and drinking and popped the last strap there like one of those guys so that was really cool but uh um if you're in if you're into cigars in louisville it's there's one spot you can smoke in that's mimi's uh mimi's cigar lounge at la bandugois which is the cuban restaurant i said that all wrong that's la your time la, i'll show i'll show that's it to you like, you freaking say it oh well you know me it it's took this, me a month to learn tatuaje <laughs> So I it's mean, this amazing, amazing! Like it changed Spanish food for me forever. It's like, like a combination the restaurant. of French and Spanish. Yeah, well, it's Cuba, so sounds about right. <laughs> um, food was utterly amazing, but when you went upstairs, there's this complete—I mean, Cuban flags everywhere. You know, everything. It looks like you're in a hotel in Cuba when you're sitting up there. Super cool spot. Um, killer rum list if you like rum. Um, we do. Right. I mean, like, I'm talking like I had Havana Club very illegally, but they don't listen to this. So it doesn't matter. The 23 and 12 Havana Club. Um, that was really cool to smoke at. But other than that, you have to go over to Indiana to Match or The Office. Um, and we'll talk about Match when we light these cigars up next. But it was cool. Overall, it was cool. Um, I found out the Louisville is just a bougie ghetto, though. Like, it looks nice, but it's, you know, still chill as hell. Yeah. Um, we stayed at the Brown, uh, which is a, you know, 120-year-old hotel. It has the lobby bar, which is ranked as one of the top 15 bourbon bars in the world. I'm here to tell you I don't know why. Oh. Well, okay. We got one of the top 75 in Central West End. It's right. a bourbon. <laughs> I mean, it's a barbecue place. It's a barbecue spot. Right. 
Um, I don't know why. Uh, I also want to tell you guys, don't get upset anymore about that line that you get when someone tells you they only got one bottle. Because I caught the manager of this bar dead to rights in his little fib to me. So I'm sitting there, and, and when you walk up to the bar, they've got all kinds of crazy stuff on the bar, right? Then mm, 30 feet over in like the little chill sitting area, like furniture sitting area, there's this old china cabinet. It's got Michter's 10 rye, Michter's 10 bourbon, George T. Stagg antique from 1819 or 17, 18, 19, 20, right? Lined up. Um, so and some old stuff. I didn't even know what they were. So we get to the bar and I'm like, hey, I would like a pour of, I want to run through the pours. Like, can I have a pour of 17 George T? Manager comes over, he goes, okay. So I only do this in a flight. It's one ounce each. If you look at the bottles, you'll see that they're all level. We do that so not a favorite's found and we run out. I said, okay, well, when I find a favorite, could I buy a bottle? And he goes, no, I've only ever gotten one bottle of each of these and I can't let them go. I said, so you mean to tell me that three years ago you were running this flight, which then you were probably doing 14, 15, 16, 17, right? Why is your 17 the same level as your 20 if you only got one bottle in 17? What he do you goes, say? He goes, well, because I run it as a flight. I'm like, I understand what you're saying, but you did you just add the 17? He goes, no. I'm like, obviously you've got more than one of these bottles. He goes, sir, I just can't sell you a bottle. I went, we should have just started with that. <laughs> but it was cool. It got to, and, and so you're like looking for transparency. Hell yeah, your, I'm like, come on, game. man. <laughs> I'm like, everyone else says that. Don't you do that too? But uh, you just it was need to cool. Do an investigation, and get on them emails. <laughs> right. Bartenders were were great. I mean, don't get me wrong. The bar was really unique. But dude, it was from here to that door. Yeah. Right. I mean, they had anything and everything you wanted, but. It's only open from 5 to 11. You know, so we find we actually got to hit it because Saturday night we got back at 1030. You know, so I kind of sent Aaron upstairs with all the shit. I was like, well, bar. <laughs> went over there and got to do the flight and stuff. And that was cool. Um, if you but, had out of your all your drinking experience, what would you say tickled your fancy the most that you were really surprised and really loved? My unicorn is Michter, Michter's 10-year rye. I think... So you actually got one of those down No, I don't I don't have it. But you're saying drank you got on it. drank yes. it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, So our Michter 10, if rye. it comes around again, we need to get those. Yeah, man. And when I was at House of Bourbon, or Justin's House of Bourbon, right? You know in that we talked, in that glass case, yeah. he has the vintage bottles that... Uh, there's bottles in there that you were, guys pay 20 grand for, which is... I told you, I will, I don't, you could, Bill Gates could walk in here right now and say, you get a third, you get a third, and you get a third, and you don't got to work the rest of the days of your life. I'm not giving you 20 grand for a bottle. Me neither. Sorry, be out of your mind. I'll go buy $20,000 bottles. <laughs> so I have all those, but I'm not giving you 20 grand for a bottle. But uh, he had a 10-year Ryan there, and he wanted uh, 8000 for it. And uh, I, you know what, man, I... Guess uh, why? They're 8,000. Because somebody bought them. Yeah, yeah. It's just like Jordan uh, tennis shoes. If somebody will pay 10,000 for a pair of tennis shoes, they're going to make them. Dude, I never... I, so I've got a pair of, of uh, Nike uh, Air Max Jordan 1s, right? Bought them at the Nike outlet in Vegas in 2016. They're, they were the Olympic trial shoes. Yeah. So they're the cool black, they got the red, white, the Olympic things on the back. Those shoes are going for like 11 grand online. My brother's an $80 pair of shoes. 80 bucks. 
What? I, where? I just checked. That it. inflation count doesn't make sense with with the market of the world. <laughs> and there's only like 20% leather in them, so it's not even like we're running out of cows. <laughs> like, come on, man. Well, so think of this. So three years ago. I put away three bottles of Al Young's 50-year anniversary. Mm -hmm. On the low end, those are going for $2,500 a piece yeah. if you can even find them, which I think they're hard to come by. You know, at one point, looking at some of these places, I thought they were pricing them just so they're theirs. No one will ever pay for it. But um, I was I was excited. I was able to get... I did stock up on Michter's, so I, I was able to get the American Barrel one, Michter's. I got a couple Rye's. Those weren't, I mean, th those were the cheapest I'd ever seen them. I mean, each bottle is like 40 bucks, and I was at Justin's. Um, good news is Lit Cigar Lounge did get a 10-year Rye and a 10-year Bourbon, and that's 40 bucks for an ounce and a half pour. And that's uh, Michter's 10-year Rye in Louisville is 85 a pour for an ounce. So you you so can't have it. That's gonna be pretty decent down the lake. It's man, it's uh, it's still it's it's amazing. It's it's that rye will have that. Maybe Friday we'll go there and have a pour of that. It's it's dude, it is. Man, you'll understand why I like. It's the perfect balance of rye. It's like Yippee Kaye and Sazerac Ten smushed together and made this Mictor's rye. It's 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 so good. You know, my point, and I said this to you when we first sat down today, is it's just like cigars. When you were looking for what you really like to smoke, there was such a small amount of them. And now cigars has expanded so much as well as bourbon. There's so many great cigars out there now in different sizes as well as the bourbon now it's like when someone says well what's your favorite well i mean to be honest with you anymore it's hard to keep track of stuff that you try and taste and even have or get lucky to have well i get because there's such a great abundance of good stuff out there there's now. so much and i call myself out on on um box press stuff right like have to start smoking them I mean, now i've found i'll tell you right now there's more box press stuff in my humidor than there was the past 15 years um, but uh, I get that question all the time at work. What's the best cigar you have? What's the best bourbon you have? And I said, well, what day is it and what time of day is it? Right. Right? Like, I can't tell you how many, we've done it. How many, when we did our wild turkey episode, I was talking shit up and down about wild turkey. It's bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Prove me wrong, right? Our Macanudo episode with Rusty. Macanudo shit. Right? Are these but they've cigars? all up their game. That's, that's the it's point. It's not too. like it just happened. It wasn't like that a year ago. They've up their game. Well, and, and that's like, and that's like, you you have to come back around, right? I, I had a uh, at that Bourbon Air Bistro. I had a Jack Daniels double barrel rye. Right? Not my favorite rye, but it was for Jack Daniels. It man, that's a step above. It was very good, very good, you know. Um, Tennessee rye apparently is a new thing that's floating around, right? Nearest is working on a rye, stuff like that. But um, yeah, and both of them, and, that, and that's the thing I'm trying to say is if you try something before and you didn't like it, if oh, you've got years later, do it again. Oh, most definitely. You know, we, we've done that with bottles where we've opened them and it's like, yeah. And then a year later, you pour it, and you're like, oh, this shit's amazing. 
Hey, you, we can we we can we can actually go back and listen when we said it was bad. I've even had that happen with the Weller line because five years ago I didn't really care for the antique or the Special Reserve, and then two years later I had them again, started buying them and putting them away, and was trying them. I'm like, wow, none of them. The antique, all three of them were very special and different flavors. And, um, you know, obviously different, you know, obviously the 12 year old, and the seven year, and then the antique. And then with uh, with them doing the um, non-filtered, non-chilled. Right. I mean, you just gotta try this shit all the time. It's ever changing, for sure. Um, I do wanna say one more thing while I'm bashing bourbon for a minute. All of this stuff that you're looking for, Weller, okay, anything from Sazerac. So from Buffalo Trace, to Elmer T, to Weller, to Van Winkle, to whatever you're looking for, I don't care where you're at, it's all overpriced, it's all incredibly expensive. Uh, Justin's House of Bourbon had 107, 12, and um, foolproof. Yeah. Uh, each bottle was between 250 and 400. So the foolproof was probably 400. Yeah, foolproof 400. Barrel pick, of course, but... Um, it just, I was, I was telling the cowboy a joke the other day when we were on the phone. I saw it, I've never owned an Elmer T. Lee. Um, I've had it twice, it's been very, well I've had Elmer T. and then I had the 100 year tribute, which only difference is Elmer T's bottled at 93, the 100 year tribute was bottled at 100. They were both very good. And I always thought it'd be cool to have an Elmer T. that you could just pour from. And I grabbed this bottle, I saw the 75 on the bottle. It's like sweet, put it in the box. Get up to cash out and the total's like, Two thousand eighty some dollars. I'm like, what the? F Pull that armor T out. It was eleven seventy five. Did Aaron? No, no, no. There, there was no. What he wasn't around. <laughs> no, no, he's good. Um, so we put that back. Um, you know, but it just it, it that's that's when it really settled in because that was the first not distillery like showroom I was in wanting to buy something. Um, but it was, you know, it happened. That that stuff you're just gonna have to get over. Um, if you find it at a good price, get it, but get it from a solid source. Um, there's actually an active investigation in Kentucky now. Um, Michter's is being faked. So people are buying Michter's bottles, reprinting stuff, and... Um, it doesn't seem surprising, right? It's, yeah, it's a little, it's a little crazy. It's a, it's a little, so that's, that's that. Don't, don't get upset about that. Uh, it's a little, a little busted. So don't get upset about that. But the bottom line is, is when you see some of these prices around town for something you want and they're asking 250 or whatever for it, I always say, listen, consider this. By the time you drive to Louisville, even if you're lucky enough to get one of those, they're probably gonna cost you just as much. Plus you put in your hotel and you getting drunk and all the money you're gonna spend while you're down there, you're doing yourself a favor by just buying it here yeah. for a hundred or 200 more. And yeah. uh, I think you've saved yourself money and you've got yourself something you really wanted. At least that's the way I've kind of looked at it. Without a doubt. Wow, there was... 
I had just sucked down a piece of uh, a shrimp right there, so that's why there was a, a lull. And um, their cocktail sauce is really good. If I would have dipped in the cocktail sauce I had up there at St. Elmo's, which is just chunks of horseradish, which I love, don't get me wrong, I can handle it. If you have any sinus issues, water, you're fine. No, everything's fine. Um, no, no, no. I, 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 yeah. So that's that. There's some fun stories. There's one thing I want to talk about while we finish these cigars before we get into this new pour. Okay, baby. And the cigars I picked up at Match. Now, shout out to Match. Match was cool. Um, kind of a hospitality could use a pickup. The housekeeping would be great. But Match was cool. Um, got this two. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks. So if I drop it, it's my fault. Yeah, right on. <laughs> There's some water, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Um, but uh, match was cool. We were able to pick up some uh, unique cigars. I was able to grab what they had left of their zombie antidote from Viaje. Um, and Viaje is you hear you and you from me. You hear me kind of bash. Uh, not uh, yeah, I do bash them sometimes, but sometimes I. You know, I, I, I hit on these these companies that only do small releases and stuff like that, and I get what they're doing, and a lot of it's good, but some of the hype on it's bad, and that's just personal opinion. Don't fucking listen to me. But uh, Viaje is one I've always been really interested in, and I haven't been able to really find any of it. And went down to Match, and Match is the Indiana source for Viaje. Um, and they have the zombie antidotes from 19, which are really cool. We'll post a, I, There's a picture of those on our Instagram. Um, the Cowboys got one here. It looks like, um, I know most of you had your COVID vaccine. If you hadn't, good for you. Um, the only reason I have mine is because I want to travel places and I have to have that stupid card to do it. So, and I want to go see shows. And apparently you can't get into a fucking music venue without a vaccine passport now. So, um, but... Uh, they have the zombie antidotes, and the literal label looks like, <laughs> if you've ever donated blood and you see that, that medical barcode they put on the, the vial you donate blood, or when you get a vaccine or a flu shot or an inhaler, or any, any kind of uh, tubular, circular vessel, um, that's what the label looks like, and they're super cool. Um, good cigars, they're not bad at all. And then I was able to pick up some uh, older viajes. Um, we're doing one of each. Uh, the oh, I see on the back side of the yeah, label. it says uh, extraversal use only. Well, I'm gonna get a picture of that, and we'll put them up on the site and whatever. So I was just taking a picture of that, so you guys could see it. <clears throat> What's the black label one here? That's the skull and crossbones. That's the zombie killer. Now, can you see anything on that? No. I mean, if, you, no if you put really good light to it, it's, it's, it's like, in, like the embossed and raised. It's the same yeah. thing. You can barely yeah. see it. Um, well, so what we're smoking is we're smoking two of the original release. Well, you're smoking that guy. Don't oh, yeah. that away. We're smoking two of the original releases of the revived Viaje. Platino and Oro. 
Now, if you know anything about Viaje, they do not disclose any of their blend information. Um, it is primarily Nicaraguan, we can tell you that. But these are the two cigars that launched Viaje in 2012. So, we got some old guys and they're well set. So, these are gonna be pretty good. Uh, I'm excited about it. We will see exactly how they burn and what they burn. I think it's gonna be really, really well put together. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, a story, I was down and I'm throwing a number out there, I wanna say seven years ago in the French Quarter with the boys on July 4th, I took Janine to Cindy Lauper concert at the House of Blues and I was waiting for her to get ready and I went down to this little cigar shop and bought a box. It looks literally like a box of gun shells for your shotgun and um, it was zombies. Yes. And uh, of course I still have the box but I have smoked them all and they were fantastic. Yeah. I think there was only four left or I would have bought a whole other box for sure. So I'm going to smoke the Oro, Cowboy's going to smoke the Platino, um, again they are Nicaraguan Puros, um, exact build up on the tobacco, we aren't going to know, so we'll see what that does. They smell fantastic. Yeah, pick these up at Match. Uh, Match has a killer little bar there. Um, lots of fun stuff. I was telling the cowboy, I, I drank a new New Riff there. Um, new Riff uh, um, Balboa Rye, which is a real unique rye build. It's a lot of fun. I'm trying to lock down one of those so we can actually drink and talk about it. And I may be actually able to order it through Match. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. That'll be pretty cool. I just lit mine and um, you know it's got a very similar color to the uh, hooligan yep very similar Now, is the Aje, is that primarily Nicaraguan or is there a lot Nicaraguan. of blood between Honduran and... I think probably 98 too. I think they do muddle around a little bit here and there, but again, like, it's hard to say uh, because I don't care where you read, unless you're included with the Aje, I don't think you're gonna know that blend information. So, so that'll be interesting. So, we'll light these up, finish up this Knob Creek, and then uh, we will get into this uh, very special one of a one of a kind. Yeah, that's a crazy story. You know, the prohibition you said about 
getting everything down to the river and getting it on boats. Yeah. If they'd only know, that's a whole different level to have your barrels uh, <laughs> right. being, because who's been doing that shit? Jefferson has been trying to figure out any little gimmick. Jefferson does the agency And I mean, I want to call it a gimmick, but yet it's got some validity to it. Like, Well, it's it's really, the it's, what we found is it's really cool how the idea of, of mixing the whiskey as it sits to where it hits, I know this sounds incredibly dumb, right? But a barrel's in a rickhouse, right? So you've got the bottom half of the whiskey and the top half of the whiskey, right? Over time, as it sits, you get the angel share and stuff like that, the evaporation. The top of the whiskey stops touching the barrel and comes down. So the weight of the whiskey is on the bottom. Now you stand it upright, or even if you do lay it flat on a vessel, it gets tossed around on the water. Right, so it's constantly blending the barrel itself and hitting the different areas of the wood and throwing all that together, which is super unique, right? Where that all, that idea I think started was there's a, a Honduran rum that does a seven fathoms rum. So every 10 feet underwater is a fathom. They actually seal the barrel and leave it for 12 days, 70 feet below water to allow more salt to incorporate into the barrel to awaken the molasses in the wood, right? Are you makes saying it they actually sink, sink the barrel in the water? In the water. It's not covered, it's in the water. In the water, yeah. Now I think that got covered up. Now a new version we saw that was uh, Whistle Pig's Roadstock Rye, where they distilled, barreled, aged it, and part of the aging was like the, the last what is it 16 days i think the trip was 21 days it bottled in well where's what's big pennsylvania where's that whistle pig pennsylvania uh, connecticut i don't know i thought Somewhere. whistle pig was a lot out of uh is it a lot of a whistle pig out of mpg it's all mgp but the distilleries up in pennsylvania oh. or connecticut or something they loaded it on an 18 wheeler that was making a trip from there to california and back so this same kind of thing where instead of tide and waves, you get roads and turns and bumps and, and things like that. I think it's a cool little combination. You could, you could quote that to cigar companies taking wrapper leaf and leaving it in a stout barrel or a whiskey barrel for a few, you know, for a couple of weeks to get some cool draw in flavor from the wood, right? I know this is gonna sound crazy, but just the quick, the quick I'm, I'm not even an inch in, I'm probably not even a quarter. It already reminds me a lot of the hooligan, to be quite honest with you. I can see that. The retro hill is the best part. I think our retro hill is better. No. Yep. Uh, but these are also, you have to remember, this cigar is also nine years old. Right. So. Well, they're, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can. I can see that in the wrapper and some of it, but some of the flavors I'm getting out of that kind of remind me of the hooligan. I mean, I don't know. Well, and that, that's one of those things we talk about too with cigars, right? If you're smoking Nicaraguan tobacco, Nicaraguan throws over and over and over and over and over and over, you're gonna it's find- gonna blend it and how yeah, there's, and the variances. Yeah, we've talked about this before. There's only so many places to pull your tobacco from. Now there's a billion ways to ferment tobacco combinations. You know, you could use the exact layout of the hooligan and make 
30 different cigars. Right. You know, it just depends on what you do with, with what you have and how it's going to work out, you know? But... All right, since we're on some uh, Kentucky talk, I want to rate my trip to Louisville. Uh, it was an 8 out of 10. 100%. Uh, the food was fantastic. Uh, buying pours was, was great. Nothing was, I have one story about that, but nothing too crazy. Um, great cocktails, um, bourbon cocktails then. Shit, man. I mean, I'm not a cocktail guy, and every every cocktail that I did have, you could always taste the bourbon in it, which that's always been my thing, right? When you make a cocktail, you add so many sugars and and sweets and sours to it to kind it of mask it. It has to be it. just the amount of sweet to complement the bourbon. If you're not getting nothing but sweet, it's like not a great cocktail. You just right. want just enough sweet, just a little something on the edge that complements that bourbon. For me, it's a good cocktail. Right. Um, but the place was great. So what we're gonna open and pour is this is Peerless Distilling Company. Their Kentucky Straight Bourbon, one and only double oak at 107.9, proof. And maybe um, the only. Maybe the only. So what was really unique about this is we did our tour over at Peerless with uh, Corky Craven, um, fourth generation owner and CEO, CFO, boss man in charge. Uh, something interesting about Peerless Distillery too, can you guess the age of their master distiller? No, I cannot. 29. Wow. 29 years old. Um, so we did the tour and uh, we're sitting there in the executive room of Peerless, tasting all these single barrels and these fun build outs and actually got to take part in the naming of a single barrel, which was really cool. Uh, we ended up with lemon bunt cake. Uh, Super fit. That's the cool thing too. All of those peerless bottles I got are single barrels. Different single barrel. There's two rye and two rye, one small batch, and then this double oak. Now, during the time we're doing this, um, Corky and Jeff, the guy that was uh, a guy, he's hilarious. Um, you have to go to Peerless just to meet him, and he's funnier than shit. Uh, he, when you think like Louisville bourbon cowboy farmhouse, whiskey by the fire, Sam Elliott character, this is who this guy is, like 100%. Super funny. He's telling a story about um, two, two weeks ago then, um, no, it, yeah, two months ago then, they, had, they were going to the Rick House, checking on all the barrels, and they found a barrel that sprung a leak. Okay, it had only been aging a certain amount of time. So what Peerless does that's actually different from a lot of distilleries, they only use a barrel once, one time. So instead of fixing that barrel like they do and they drill into it to taste it, they pulled that barrel, it went back to the stave company, they grabbed a fresh barrel, poured what was left into that barrel, allowed it to age longer, and released their first ever double oak. Um, He's telling this whole story, so my first question was, is it still here? And we got done, we had our drinks, shook hands, everything like that, went down, checked out. I, uh, you saw the barrel head I got, I got the three-year barrel pig I got you, that peerless barrel head. Um, and I'm picking up some bottles, and I see a six-pack on the back of the register that says double oak. 
asked if it was there. I was able to get one. Uh, limit one bottle. Uh, the bottle is 124. Um, but this is a one, as of right now, this is a one-off bottle. Here's my question. Would have been my number one question, because you said, can I get a bottle? My question was, how did it spring a leak? <laughs> because, first of all, you got Rick houses, I mean, for miles down there. How does a goddamn oak barrel, because they swell, how does it spring a fucking leak? I would have liked to heard that story. Well, it could have been the way a leak, unless the stave uh, maybe the, maybe the stave split, yeah. But that's really unusual. Now, I would think that's unusual, but maybe the guys in the Rickhouse business who do this and watch it um, say it happens from time to time. But that seems really unusual. I would have liked to have heard that story, but nevertheless, let's give this. I'll say I've been this is uh, peerless double oak at one oh seven point nine. You know, right off the bat, I don't know that I've ever tasted anything like this before. Um, normally with a double oak or whatever, you get a lot of oak. I mean, um, and maybe even a little bit of that char, but this is like uh, double good. And it's just, I'm All gonna, those flavors are just so smooth. I'm going to say something, and I hope this comes out right when I say this. This is bourboned down. Now you water down something. Yeah. Right? This is bourboned down. There are two levels to this. So there is the age and the oak, but then there's this freshness of like a young, new barrel finish. Lots of flavor, but there's like two waves of it for me. Like on the on the front when you drink it, it's like a like a, a two year bourbon where it's like man, you it's the taste is there, right? It's it's got some caramel, even like a little floralness to it for me. But then once it goes down, and it's resonating. It's just like you're drinking a, a seven eight year old it just double opening oak. up. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, look at that color. It's though, like a dude. flower I mean, in bloom once you that is. In. What do you Get call it that? In there, it just starts like opening a deep up. Deep amber, maybe. I mean, that's almost like a deep cherry. It's oh, got like a go. deep cherry yeah. color to it. It's and and here's the here's the biggest takeaway that I am going to stand by the rest of my life that I drank bourbon. I swear this. A hundred and two or better removes the burn. It removes the alcohol heat. Takes it away. There is no no heat to that. There is just a slight smooth, and I don't even want to say it's a burn, but there is just a smooth ridge of heightness in there. Um, okay, that I get is that. really different. Yeah. I mean, but me and you've talked about this many times. There's certain certain bourbons, certain whiskeys that, however they blend, or if it's a bottle and bond, they pick some amazing barrels that just don't come across as a heavy burn because of the high alcohol. Um, now, I gotta say something right now before I lose it. This Viaje Oro with this Peerless Double Oak, together uh, in the Retro Hell, you get a cherry vanilla flavor. 
that really brings out this fruited vanilla extract flavor uh, that is non-existent in this cigar at all. Uh, this, um, we'll see how this burns through as we're sipping on this. This may be a lights out, a very hard to do pairing, but yeah, a lights out pairing, thing. man. I mean, holy shit. So yeah. what's on yours? I, I'm with you 100%. So in these, in these, the Oro and the Platino, again, Nicaraguan Puro, there's a slight difference in the blend. Now to what it is, again, not gonna know. Um, same size cigar, exact Robusto, five and a half by 52. Um, but it, that, that, is, that is literally, for me, it's cherry vanilla. And then there's smoke. It's like smoke cherry vanilla. Like think about a Manhattan without the bourbon and smoke it. That's, that's what I'm getting at. All the vermouth, the cherry juice, slinging all that together. And this wrapper. If what you're asking me, based on feel, in shade, it's either a Habano or it could be, no, I'm gonna go Habano. I think it's a Habano, it's aged a little longer. Like for example, like ours is a Habano on the, uh, the Hooligan, correct? Yes. But I think this one's aged a little longer would be my guess. Um, but they share a lot of similar uh, flavor uh, profile, I think. And, um, but yeah, I mean, as far as a pairing, there's not too many pairings that me and you do where we're just like, OMG, that is something special. Like, one always comes to mind because it's connected to the Chiefs, but that one that you brought back from that the island. Partagas, Partagas from the Caymans, the Partagas 2 Maduro with Blood Oath Pack 5. Yeah. We won a Super Bowl on that shit, bro. Yeah. And I'm firm, if you hadn't We're left. We're gonna need something pretty big to get back there. If you hadn't left, you probably would've won that one too. Oh yeah, that's all I want. Your fucking fault. Well, the Chiefs, <laughs> uh, by the way, the Chiefs came back la last uh, week. They found their mojo probably Dude, I, I, I midway have to, through so I'm the driving, third period. I'm driving back from Louisville, right? Game started at noon, right? We're about an hour. We got we got home by, I don't know, two, right? Um, and uh, um, well, what you're on. thinking and answering, I, here's my thought. They got to figure out the defense because there's total mental breakdowns in the in the uh, secondary, not to mention their uh, run defense, which I thought got a little better through the game this this week. Yeah, but mental breakdowns true. on fucking defense have been horrible. The offense is okay. I think they're going to come along and they're going to find their giddy up, and the offense is going to be fine. But fuck, we can't give away thirty fucking points a game. I mean, somehow, some way. They need to fix some of the mental breakdowns. And I don't know if it's quality of play by the players, but um, somebody's gonna have to step up on that defense or they're gonna have to find something because there is a lot. I mean, the Chiefs probably have one of the hardest um, 
schedules in the NFL. And, and every week is going to be brutal. And they're going to have to figure out a way to improve that defense for them to stay in the game, for sure. Uh, yeah. On the other note, speaking of the blue note, unbelievably, we're out of the out of the the gates at two and zero. Uh, I think they play again tonight. It's all West Coast, so they're nine o'clock games tonight. Are you talking about the Blues? Yeah, the Blues, the Blue Note, and they come out, dude. Twelve goals in two games against Stanley Cup, and some of the best two games already. They look good. They look good. It always scares it scares me when they look good at the beginning. Because we got a long road, right? If this all pans out, we're drinking every other day in uh, mid-May and into June and, and finishing in July. And those could be off a little bit, but... No, but that's, that's pretty right. We got a long freaking way to go, but it looks good. I like it. Oh, but I was, I was saying, I'm driving back from Louisville, right? And I've got my fantasies going on. I've got Yahoo Sports and all that. And Chiefs are the favorite team, so you get all the updates. Dinging, dinging, dinging. The whole way back, I'm like, Chiefs are lighting it up. Lighting it up. I get home, it's fucking like 13-6 Redskins. Sorry, Washington football team. And I'm like, you, if we lose to an NFC East team and it's not the Cowboys because they're pretty fucking clutch right now. If we lose to an NFC East team, I'm done with football this year. I'm done. Whoa. Whoa. I'm done. Well, dude, that was like, I, it just, I don't know. I and don't the Chargers are looking good. The they know, they got smoked, dude. They didn't get smoked. The Ravens long. beat them 34-6. When did that happen? Sunday. Oh, I guess I... I'm out of my NFL element. Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. Haji, you're out of your element. Haji, you're out of your element. <laughs> I didn't see that. I know the blue, uh, the Bills lost, too, to uh, Tennessee. That Tennessee. was, the that Titans. was, uh, I actually bet on the Titans to win, but they didn't cover the, the six. So I didn't win any money, but it was still, still interesting. Man, this together. Amazing. And again, so I, you I'll need be to keep the, this be, under lock and key, baby. Oh, it's not being sipped on for a while. That I already saw you like doing the measurement. Yep. But <laughs> hold on to that. We baby, are allotted to this, and then it's going the fuck away. Um, you know, it doesn't happen often. I talk to people about this a lot when it comes to pairing cigars. And hear me out when I say this: if you're really into it and you really want a cool drinking, smoking experience together, where each item complements each other I can help you with that That's something that I'm very versed at doing that right if you just want to have some drink smoke a cigar go nuts man you're doing really well with it right it is very rare together we have talked about it. we just listed the only other one I'm getting ready to say uh, now there was one more that I thought was really good when we did the 17 Calaveras and the McAllen 17 on my birthday and or was that the number five or no uh McCallum, no we did the McCallum number yeah it was the number five with that 17 calaveras we did in my garage it was cold as shit we had a little heater going remember the bottles were frosting outside i think we had um i think we had one of the old fixgeralds 14. the 14. yeah but I, no matter what, if you're drinking bourbon at 50 degrees, you're not getting, I, I mean, you need yeah, to let pretty, that we were, I think we were hanging out at 39, I think, that day. 
had a little heater on our feet to keep our feet warm. We had blankets on and hoodies. And well, the garage on. is insulated. I'm thinking about putting a heater in it, so. We did a Battle, battle Hawks game that way. At your place. Yeah, that's a little. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully they'll be back this spring. Yeah, they'll I mean, be back in the spring. Yeah. I haven't heard much chitter chatter about that. Last, last thing I heard about the Battlehawks is I know because you know, we all know that Dwayne Johnson and his ex-wife bought the XFL. I mean, she actually looks like she could take him. Uh, She's she wait. And then now. they merged with the CFL. So now I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have what the XFL should have been back when. Uh, who's the Woo guy? Woo. What's his name? The wrestler, Woo, Ric Flair. Oh. Ric Flair originally owned the XFL in like the early 2000s. Oh, okay. And it went defunct after, it, it went defunct for the US Football League. You gotta have enough money. I mean, you gotta be putting some serious money out there for that shit. Um, but it looks oh, like- Oh, speaking of hockey, did you see Seattle's new team, the Kraken? Well, I love the name. Their That's the name I think. are amazing. Really? They're black in like teal blue. And it's the eye of like an old Norse Kraken. It's so so cool. I gotta look that up. They're like a 100% Soviet Russian team though. Like everyone's Russian on the team. <laughs> There's like one French Canadian. Have you ever had Kraken? Like the rum? Yeah. But no, because it sounds like Captain Morgan Black. That is Captain Morgan Kraken, isn't it? I've had it, it's very good, but. Does it taste like black licorice? Yes. Then I'm out. I'm just telling you right now. Done. Be very careful on the Kraken. I've had a bottle down in my base for 10 freaking years because it is some heavy duty, but I love the name, man. The Kraken. Guys, I'm gonna share a food pairing with you. Shrimp and cigars is fucking fantastic. Yeah, I know, that's weird you said that. You got you the- You want one of these? No, what did you get though? I got blackened. Blackened, I got, well, at least it's not cracking. I just got the regular <laughs> peel and eat. Where's that applause button? There it yeah. is. Yeah. Ah, we did it. Ah, we're good. Um, speaking of blackened, I, when I get a, a tuna or a fish or whatever, I like it blackened, but nobody seems to know what blackened. It's like a thin black crust of pepper, and Are you ready? Um, seasoning and Are you stuff, ready? and nobody does it. So that. it's heated to temperature in a thousand degree oven. You know how I coat my steaks, right? It's black pepper, it's heavy black pepper, short amount of sea salt. So when you sear it, salt actually stops the meat from cooking. That's what it's there for. So you can sear the outside, but not cook through the meat. That's right. the idea there, right? Slam it on two, three seconds each side, maybe, pull it off. That gives that crust on top, that heavy pepper. A lot of times you add smoke to it to give it some peppered flavor, right? And that's that's how you do that. Somewhere here, as clean as that is and as liquid as that is, they use the liquid smoke. That's how you do that. But I, I would it would not, this, this shrimp right here, and you can tell when you look at it. See the crust and the difference in the temperature of the meat yeah. inside? Maybe, literally, it's probably on a skewer. Da, shanked off to the plate. So what you're saying is you're happy? Oh yeah, it's amazing. Well, we've been that. coming here a lot. This place has changed hands so many times over. Has it stayed the same place? No. Oh. Me and Janine have been here probably Sorry, 40 years. Forty? At least 40 years. Damn. Sometimes I forget how old you are. 
I met you in 80. We've been coming here since 80. I've, I brought you here right away because I always love it. Anyway, uh, it was the Angry Beaver for a long time. <laughs> That's why it didn't stick around. Angry Beavers usually leave. Well, it has always been good. Um, I think the third shoot, Wayne, uh, has got enough backing and, and everything that he does as far as uh, longevity and he's made this thing to the next level and it's fantastic. I'll tell you what's fantastic, this peerless double oak and this fucking eye. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so I have to ask you so a question. So we need to start like a, um, a pairing chart on the web, like go well, back hard. through our shit. Well, like top 10 and maybe we've got three. What like, if we start from now? That'd be easier. So we're not gonna put the part, I guess, and... Uh, well, yeah, that's a lock-in. You remember that one. And this one is in, but... Can you, can you give, other than those two, can you give me another one you can remember? Probably not. Yeah, exactly. So I can't either. There's one for me. It was I mean, my birthday we were hanging out. you don't have to think too much about it. Well, I that's mean, the point. When it's right, it's right. If, if you're sitting down with a tasting sheet cigar, bourbon, like one of those, you know, like, what's good about it, what's bad about it, what meets in the middle, if you're having to do all that, it's like musicians. It's taking too much time. You know, if you've watched enough of um, The Voice or American Idol, when you talk to those judges, after it's all gone a day or two later, is there anything about those guys that was memorable? Or was there one girl or one guy that stood out? And that's what you're looking for, even in a cigar and bourbon. Yeah. Like a week later, you can remember, like, wow, I remember that taste profile and that cigar together, or vice versa. Well, when like, okay, so when we blended our, our, our the, the Cyclops, right, over about seven months, we smoked what 21 different cigars till we, well, 20 different cigars. We got through 10, then we had two renditions of what would become the Cyclops, right? And then the Hooligan, we went through. Well, we went, that one was actually, the blend was perfect. We just had to change a wrapper on that. That was, that was a unicorn pick, right? Like our next one's gonna be much more like the Cyclops. It's gonna be a little more difficult. And then the uh, Luciano build out over the couple years is gonna be much more involved as well, right? But when, when it comes to pairing, the idea is like that, that word favorite, right? What's the best cigar you have? What's your favorite cigar? I can list five favorites. Cigars I smoke any day of the week, right? Some of them are incredibly expensive and you can't smoke them every day of the week because you can't fucking get them. And the others are, are solid, you know, like you, you sometimes you can't grab, sometimes you can't, you know? Um, but when it comes to a pairing where you're like, damn, that's the one. What I mean by that is, is you go in, you go into a new shop and you're like, ah, I don't really see anything new I want. This is mine. You go to the bar and you go, mm, I want to try that, but I want to start there because you know those two things are going to work well together. That's a favorite. When you 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 know it's going to be good, right? We did that part against Maduro and that Blood Oath two years off each other, right? And they were still as or one year off. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. But that part against two, that's kind of like a unicorn. That's never available to our customers. You know, really. I mean, yeah. Can you go get them? Hell yeah, you can go get them. Go yep. get them. But I'm just saying. And even this one, um, I've never seen this in St. Louis. Have you ever? There is no so, BIA in Missouri. Right, you have to go get this. But, um, I mean, there is um, 
cigars that come along that we should probably put on a tagline that we thought were and and I don't I don't think me and you've ever tried to rate shit but was worth the buy I mean it's a it's a keeper it's good um, that come along and God it would I mean if I like crown heads okay so this last year and you're probably gonna have to help me out with the names because I just can't keep them all straight. But the is it the four kicks? Yep. The Aguados. This year was absolutely amazing. Yep. I've stopped smoking them because they're so good. Um, the Las Caveras Nicaraguan Puro that came out this year. That's uh, Pepin stuff. The yep. Pepin stuff was fucking fantastic. But then, then they got the Monster series, and then you look at the whole Tatawa line. I mean, for me to pick one out, I mean, I just told you this morning that I just smoked uh, one of the, um, oh, I don't know why I have a hard time figuring, um, the one I told you this morning. Karloff? Karloff. Yeah. Amazing. And then the the T the T one ten or whatever the T one ten series. Those T one tens were special. Man. I mean, I guess those are fantastic. But the black label, blah blah blah. There's just so many of them that are good. Um, they each have a little different taste profile, but yet they're so good. I mean, it's just so fucking hard to nail something down. But I'm just happy we have them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who hell? Exactly. And now this one. Well, we don't have any more of these. I know, but for yeah. you to bring this to the table, I mean, these are pretty yeah, no. goddamn good. I uh, this was the luck of the draw, man. There was one left in each box, and I uh, had had to have them both. Well, no, we're I, definitely going to have to look in to see how we can acquire some more of these for sure. Now, this stuff we can order online, um, and I hate to say it because I'd rather buy from brick and mortar. Um, we do have a contact down at Match now, which is cool. Um, but I want I want to see a shop in Missouri bring it in. That's what I want to see. I want to see lit crew. I want to I want to see a local shop bring Viaje in and become the Missouri Viaje location. I want to see that because there's some great stuff here. But they're they're very from what I've been able to find out about them. They're much like Davidoff. They're very picky. Like it's got a, it's got. A, How would they feel about a traveling group like us? No idea. Well, no first idea. of all, we're not going to put any numbers up whatsoever. No. Right? No. But it would be nice to have the availability of these and talk about them on our deal until we could find the right place for them. Well, for but, now, we, we can I mean, get man, them fantastic. online. The new stuff, right? Like, these, these are just so... I thought it'd be really cool to do it so we can do it. Um, I just want to make sure that it's it was in place... And we had them when we were set up, you know. How many were, I, you should have gave me, uh, you should have not even blinked. We should have got all of those. Damn, those You said good. one, man. I, I just, I didn't know. Oh, only one. Oh, one. Dude, not even and one per person. Yep. Not even one per person. So we had one two more girls there. We could have, maybe. One a group. Oh. A group. They did the group thing, group. Huh? They did that for the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, too. So we go to check out, and uh, mom's got a got a bottle to give to the owner of the company, is you know, right. And uh, we had them up there together. I was like, hey, uh, let's just split it in half. She went, no, group, one per group. And I went, okay, well it's me and Wayne, and then it's her. So we actually had to step away from the register, hold it, 
Let her check out, walk up and do it again. It's completely, completely So silly. now you learn that when you go before, you guys are all Space separate, action. you don't know yep. anybody. And yep. That's the game you gotta play, whatever. But, uh, and guess okay. what, they know that shit in Kentucky for sure. So I have I have something that I have to get off my chest that really chapped my ass Oh, and pissed me off. Ass chapping. And I have to ask, okay, let me put it out there, okay? So I'm sitting at this location, all right? And uh, I sent you the pictures of it. So when we get there, we're hanging out, and I start with the pin hook six-year ride. Okay. okay. Had a couple of those. They were about thirty dollars a port. Okay. Had a couple of those. Were there about an hour and a half, right? Move over, and I said, okay, you've got some Parker's Heritage. So I have the eight-year malt, right? Thirty-five. No big deal. Okay. Then I'm sitting there, and I see this bottle hanging up on the shelf. It's a 2018 yeah, an antique. antique Thomas H. Andy ride, right? I say, hey, you know, she goes, it's 80. I went, okay, can I have a pour of that, right? Then we get done, we end up hanging out, some photos, right? You saw that. I look up and there's these unique bottles of Four Roses I've never seen, okay? That's seen them all, I saw that picture. Okay. I was like, I've never seen it. So she brings them over, shows them to me. It's the 130 year anniversary from 2018 for Four Roses. And I said, okay, um, do you have any of those? Like, do you have bottles of those? Like, I'm not a huge Four Roses guy, but like, I'm pretty sure I could give the, somebody will want this. She goes, no, we've got, she's like, we have like two of the 18, but we're, it's, you can see it, it's behind there. We're saving it to pour it. And then there's 219 and like 320. But and where is this at? This is at the sidebar in Louisville. Above the troll bar, next to the mid, the Louisville the arena. The troll there. bar, which is, we have pictures. The big the troll. troll. Yep. The sidebar is on top. We right have there. pictures that it's right. The overpass is heading over to Indiana, yep. right under yep. it. Yep. Yeah. So this comes out. She gives me the four. It is by far the best four rows I've ever had in my life. Okay. But you've never had Al Young. Never had Al Young. So I don't know. Okay. Right. We get the bill. Okay. I know the cost on the pin hook, know the cost on the Parks Heritage, know the 80 on the stag. Can you guess the cost on that four four roses? No. $195. 200 a four. 200 a four. Holy My irritation. Shit. Now, the 30 to 80, right? 30, 50, 80, those, that's not large, okay? When I jump $125 a four, should that not be announced? Should you not say something? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Right? I mean, 200 a four, well, let's I just said it. no, 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 hell no. No way. There's no liquid in this world with $200 poured me. Sorry. What'd she say? She's, uh, well, I walked up and I said, hey, is that for the bottle? She went, no, that's the pour. I went, you couldn't have said something? The comment was, well, you were enjoying it. Well, no shit. If I'd known I was drinking $200 for the liquid, I'd be here all night for the same glass. Yeah. That irritates me. Well, it would irritate should you, the fuck should out you of me. Not, should you well, not? Now, I know prices aren't disclosed, right? But you can get a feel, right? You, it's comfortable to know that if you're drinking any antique Sazerac, George T. Stag, Van Winkle, Handy, you're going to start at 80, okay? You know that, right? Handy, I said 80. Yes, it's 80, right? Parker's Heritage, I thought 40, 50, whatever. Pin hook everywhere in town. It was 30, 25 to $35. Because again, there's 70 fucking pin hooks, right? $110 difference, right? 
That is, what is that, $55 per ounce difference? Yeah. You don't say something? Right. That's insane. That's insanity to me. That made me so mad. So mad. Right? I mean, I, I tell people all the time, like just in selling cigars. It's just a good thing. When you're, you're buying, drinking through this whole thing. When, when you're buying does. six or seven cigars that are $10, $12, and then you go for a $30 one, I go, hey, I just want you to know, cigar's 30 bucks. I, in my head, the way my head works is like, hey, listen, I could have bought a 200, took a chance on a $200 bottle and had a bottle. No, what I could have done is gone back up the road to Justin's and got two more bottles for the cost of that pour. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm, exactly that, what I'm that saying. That was the worst experience I had there. The worst thing that happened. So now, in defense of everybody, is you need to ask them, before you just start fucking drinking it up. That's fair. That Absolutely is fair too. Fair. <laughs> but the most expensive, you say Al Young. I've never had Al Young. About two years ago, Al Young was on about six bars in St. Louis. Yeah. Six locations. It was about 70 bucks more. Right. Right? That's a one and fucking dime. I, you had to have had some out young. Never had it. Really? Never Maybe it. it was gone by the time. That was about four years ago, and I. I wasn't. My... I wasn't into Four Roses then. Yeah. Well, you remember when I got into Four Roses was that uh, Bissinger's event we did, where with your ticket you got the bottle. But that that select barrel is really good. I mean, it's smooth as hell. It's really good. I've just had it, and anyway, let's keep Man, it going. Man, that was yeah. that was that was embarrassing, right? And big, biggest because biggest reason there was, you know, we had picked up the. And I'm not, I'm not going to disclose. But we had picked up the tab at the previous place. Good good amount of cash, right? That wasn't my tab that time, right? That was not mine. That's what made me mad. Right, when, I, when we were getting $85 pours, when I was doing that, I was paying for that. You were saying you but, were uh, conscious of what you were spending. Yes. Right. Uh, but even still, man, 110 more dollars than the most expensive pour I'd had, you should, out of, out of courtesy, right? Because how many times, I know it's had to happen. Guys were in there, girl, there was a bachelorette party in there when we got there, they were sitting there pounding down 12-year weller. They were going nuts on it, right? How okay. much was a nine-year well? 12-year well, well or 12. How much was that? Uh, 30, 38. When I go to the lake down there by Osage, right? You know my little place, Shawnee Bluff, and we go to JB Hook, $9 a pour, $9. And they have it all the time. That's berserk. Um, that's berserk. <laughs> that that's the one thing that really burnt me, and I caught myself being careful. So then I was that guy. I was like, "Ah, uh, hey, do you have you're this?" Typically today? not careful. You're saying? Well, no, I'm not. No, I am. But what I'm uh, saying is, like, when we went to the next bar, we're sitting there, and I'm like, "Um, can I just have a? Can I just make sure I'm not doing a twelve thousand dollar pour?" <laughs> I think I walked in and I was like, "Can I have a make there's a American barrel, please?" Like, yeah, I'm like, how much is that? She goes, 12. I'm like, okay, thank you. Then I went to a birthday bourbon. I went, ah, how much is that? They went 35. I was like, okay, thank you. Yeah, it kind of sucks. But, and then I'm like asking, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, come on, man. Right. Um, another cool thing that we did is Saturday morning, right? Because Friday it was, I told the girls were drinking whiskey all day. Like, it was really cool to watch. They didn't enjoy 
much of it, but they tasted everything, which I didn't wow. even expect. I did not see it coming, but they did it. It was cool. We hit a little local brewery on Saturday morning for lunch. And it's called Goodwood. And we're there. Bartender's there, nice lady. Grew up in St. Louis, right? Her, uh, she went to Kentucky State. Her husband went to Ohio State. He's the head brewer at Goodwood. They take their stout barrels to Heaven Hill and they age a three-year blend in their barrels. And I got a bottle of that. Their stout barrel stuff, right? It's good. It's malty, right? What's like you would think from a stout barrel, right? Some malty barley, you know. Um, get to talking to them. Uh, her father's actually a regular customer at Lit, our locker sponsor. And they've actually contacted to put a brewery in in the district. This Louisville brewery is actually coming to the district, which is super unique. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Hell yeah. But yeah, that chaps my ass, man. Like, if I'm, that's like, that's like you go to a steakhouse and like when you have the off menu and they tell you, they never, they never say, okay, we have A5 Wagyu steak, minimum of three ounces. They never say that. They say A5 Wagyu steak, minimum three ounces, $31 an ounce. Right? Yeah. Always tell you. Right? That is, that is, you cannot, I think professionally that's just not right. You know, because I've said this before, right? I, I had this argument with somebody once, like, everybody has a budget, okay? Now, whenever you're somewhere, you inflate your budget, you pay things off, or you pull the card out you don't use, right? Like, you inflate things. But I was going to have another pour of that. Now, if I'd had another pour of that, I was you were gonna sell me the bar because that's that's crazy. Well, I can I remember am not drinking three hundred dollars worth of liquid. Right. No, I hear you. In a glass that size. So my son uh, went to um, Springfield, Missouri State, and um, we would go down there and visit him and whatever. And we would go to what was that called, Janine? Was it called the they had the job and then and the job get a job or whatever but he was rated as one of the top 75 bourbon places in america and we went in there and i got to hang with i can't maybe his name was justin i'm not really sure but anyway i bought i i'd never had um any pappy and i bought a six I think it was $60 for 50, uh, 15 years. Well, wow, that's what 10 years is now. So anyway, I bought it, but yet he came out and talked to me and he probably gave me three other fours that I got to try with him. And um, it was just eye-opening. If you've never paid that kind of money for a pour, it was eye-opening. And I was just like, wow, that is amazing that bourbon has got to that level. Um, and now it's like tenfold from Dude, I was, that. I was talking to that a was guy seven years ago. I was talking to a guy at uh, Mimi's there at that Cuban place in that lounge. And uh, I got this really cool sign down there. It's a Heaven Hill. Uh, he's one of the barrelers at Heaven Hill. He's a. He does art, but everything is in triangles and colors. Okay. So on this wood sign, there's McKenna 10, Rittenhouse, um, 
old fits, and they're a really cool little art piece, right? It's like 50 bucks. It's, I love it. I got it hung up in the house, right? It's awesome. And we got to talking. We were talking about bourbons and this and that, and he got to talking about Pappy. He goes, you know, I've got about a three bottle deep collection of, of Pappy, 10 through 23. I go, really? He goes, yeah, but I bought it in 2002. He right. goes, you know what I spent on all, so that's 10, 12, Not 15, even 10, 12, $100,000. Well, he doesn't have 13 because that didn't start till like 18 or whatever, but he's got 10, 12, 15, 20, 23. But 10, 12, 15, 20, 23. Five, three, 15, right, 15 bottles. $830. Right. I told you under $1,000. That's about right. right. Do you know what that's worth now? Probably 10 50, times that 50, 50 grand, at least. Those 15 bottles, at least, at least 50 grand. Right? Because that's you got to think, the 10-year the ten year goes at 650 to 1,000. That's 23. That's why I've I have seen the ball. that 23 go for 5 to 10. Yeah. Right? It's like... It's insane to me, right? It's like I said, the, the the odds of you drinking that bottle in one night, okay, are far less than the time it takes you to grab it from the shelf to the register and fucking dropping it. Yes, I understand. And you don't get another one. <laughs> you pay, you break it, you pay for it. I probably have 15 bottles in the old Fitz line right now. I have probably almost two complete lines. I mean, I know they were going for eight grand two years ago for a complete line. Wow. I want to get on the wall. This cigar Erica. is freaking amazing. Yeah. Erica, have another water, please. Water? One. Thank you. You're right, man. This pairing is just utterly amazing. Yeah, this VI, the Oro and the Platino against this uh, Double Oak Derp. Very well done, to say the least. But yeah, it was it was good overall. It, it was fun. Um, I fell in love with Peerless. I told you that. I was very weary of it, but. Well, was, so you uh, bought three other bottles. Yeah. Four other, technically. I, one was a wedding present, but... Oh, okay. Well, the yeah, one so, you Yeah, uh, so the straight bourbon is lemon licorice. That's the name on that one. The rye is... caramel candy, I think. And then the small batch is... Uh, that's the one I don't know. It's a small batch. That might just be small batch, five-year peerless, maybe. But, but yeah, no. So we're going in there, and I was like, man, I, I want a barrel head. I think it'd be cool to have a barrel head. And uh, I got barrel. you a barrel head. The oh, head of barrel. the barrel. Like he says, hey, we need to get a barrel. And uh, I got. Um, where's it at? Um, I know I had got you for your anniversary that year. I got, was that 18, 19, 20? No. Whenever we came over? I don't know. Janine, do you know? Um, they gave us that bottle of uh, Peerless. I got you that three-year Peerless, and there's the barrelhead. 
same right. three year. That's that sign. You'll, you can see it better in person. But then I got that old Forrester sign signed by Jackie Zykin. But I thought I thought it was really cool when I saw it. I was like, they had a wooden one that just said Peerless, you know, DSP KY50, you know, the Bastilla location and all that. And uh, thank you. And I just wanted to, uh, and I grabbed it. I saw, I saw the green one, it was on the wall. I was like, hey, you got any more of those? She goes, you can have that one if you want. So I grabbed it, it was great. And like I said, I became a Peerless fan, man. I mean, it's originally, I thought, like that name, right? Licorice, lemon licorice, right? I thought that meant that like it was a lemon licorice finish. That's the main flavors they pulled out of that whiskey and named it that. But you have to understand what is available to us and those barrel batches that come out of Peerless. They're very, um, they're there and they're gone, right? You know what I'm saying? Like so, when I had, for example, one of the best ones I ever tasted was an orange truffle. Orange truffle, yeah. Was I was, talking to, I was talking to Corky about that down there. And what did he say? He goes, "Yeah, that was a great one." Oh, he said, he said it was great. He said it's like most of our random single barrels we put out, they make it the weekend they're gone. Right, exactly. So to catch that at a bourbon party and you love it, you're fucked. You're not gonna well, get yeah. it. So you have to be kind of like you, you go down there and you caught this uh, double oak, which I actually think is fantastic because guess what? You're rewarded. This was your big reward for being down there for a day And or two. dude, and I tell you what, man. And what? listen, you need to be fucking super stoked that you went down there for two days and found something special because sometimes that, that doesn't even happen. Let me put it to you this way. So when we went to the Bourbon Air Bistro, where I got that Knob Creek 120 barrel pick, he had a bottle of it on the wall. 70 a port. Right. The bottle was 124. Right, and I was like, he's like, you want to try it? I'm like, no, I got it. Like, I, I, I got it, I don't need it, I got it. It's there, you know? We're gonna have another pour out of that, and then that thing's not gonna get touched till I go back next year. Till we go back next year. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to tandem. What we'll do is we'll actually fly out of Louisville to Nicaragua. It's gonna be a good little tandem thing, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Well, hey. I'm saying right now, we need some more of these. This cigar was fantastic. These will have to, as much as I don't want to, and I mean that, we're gonna have to go online and try and find them. Odds that we're gonna find this original release, no, but the reintroduction that came out last year, we can probably find that. Wow, these are great. But this this pairing here has been. This is one that'll that'll go away in the books. It's dude. in this the books, man. Fantastic. It's already fucking crazy good. Well, um, cigar news, cigar news. We're one thirty. I cannot yeah. believe we're already an hour and a half into yeah. this thing. With no break? Yeah, I cannot believe it. It went fast, but man. Yeah. I don't know what more we could add frickin' today. I mean, this has been amazing. The sun is up, everything's still beautiful. And we're gonna hang out for probably two, three hours before uh, the Vikings gotta head home. And yep. we normally do, me and J9, we do a Brussels uh, trip to get some pumpkins and stuff up there. 
and then head back later tonight. But man, this has been fantastic. For sure. I think we'll we'll wrap this out. We're gonna finish the viajes. We're gonna have another pour of this uh, double barrel. Damn. Um, from Peerless. And then uh, we'll see what happens. I, was, I thought I was the only guy that brought some new shit to the table, but fuck, guess what? No way. I got shit stuffed away. I'm going to fuck you up. Vikings <laughs> got some stuff. Um, yeah, this has been great, man. So from the Viking Mahalo guys, thank you. This will be good. Um, we've got uh, we've got our next Legends Cigar event, November th- Have we solidified fourth? our... Um, we Two years? No, we, we need to do that when we get done. Yes, but we need to do this. We're going to solidify yeah. a date for the two-year Craft Imperial party. Um, at all intents and purposes, uh, even without talking to him, without a doubt, it's probably going to be at Lit. So I'm, I'm, we're guessing just a little forecasting, probably the second of December. And uh, but we'll solidify that probably the next two days. We'll get it up on the gig. But yeah, I'm well, thinking that's probably what because I've looked at all different scenarios. But I think that's probably our best bet. Yeah, we'll have live music, food, uh, be a live podcast. There'll be options for well, they'll have Cyclops, Hooligan, three packs, swag, post sign posters, things like that. Cool little shit. Um, it's going to be a party, man. It's going to go all day. So it'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. We're going to actually kind of, I'm going to pull my notebook out and we need to dial this in so we can get this going, um, build it up. It's going to be a lot of fun, but uh, I'll let the cowboy take us out before you guys hear from Stone Tribe. Shout out to Lit, obviously. Uh, you guys heard me talking about my unicorn, that 10-year Michter's Rye. Go down there and get yourself a pour. While you're at it, have a pour of the 21 Old Forester Birthday Bourbon. And how about the 21 Michter's Bomb Burgers? Uh, get after that as well. There's some new shit going on in the humidor. Um, Escazo teaser back from Tatuaje. Um, there's still a healthy stock of 21 Calaveras. Um, and some cool Aladino stuff coming in soon. And so, then also, uh, I want to make a mention out to who's hanging out with us today is the third shoot out here in Grafton, which I've been coming here a long time. This place is fucking cool. I've been coming here 40 years. It's changed hands many times, but this Wayne and his wife, Kathy, just seem to have it going on here, man. This place is crazy cool. How long have they had it? Uh, I want to say about a year, year or oh, two. Oh, sweet. And it could be longer, uh, but I think I'm probably right in there. But anyway, they scootled out for a while. We didn't get them on the podcast. We'll get them on another one because we'll definitely be back to this place. But listen, man, it's a great fall day. We're up here in Grafton, third shoot. We're going to go bop around to a few other the cool places here. But listen, man, we just want to thank Wayne and his wife, Kathy, for hosting and having us there. The place is fantastic. They got one, two, three, four, five different levels. They actually have a crow's nest. And they have bands here on the weekends and stuff. So check them out. And from the Bourbon Cowboy, listen, man, as always, we thank you for uh, listening and hanging in with us. And uh, giddy up, man. Until next time. Hi, guys. We're up. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. 
Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch.